According to a Washington University study, one in four adults reported a change in alcohol use almost immediately after stay-at-home orders were issued. Apparently, we're drinking a lot more during the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot more. While there's a common belief among excessive drinkers that they can handle their alcohol, research says the brain just tricks them into thinking they're doing just fine. Recently, a pair of new studies about how binge drinking affects the brain discovered critical links between heavy drinking and cognitive behavioral issues. Scientists say excessive alcohol can not only trigger anxiety, it can have lasting negative impacts on how our brains function. And while post-drinking stress may be familiar to a heavy drinker, when it comes to feeling the pain of others, they need to work harder. During a mentally taxing pandemic, where empathy is arguably critical for survival, these findings may just be enough to make you pause before pouring another drink. However, experts say we can apply these findings to our current situation of lockdown-motivated drinking, and they advise the following. Try not to drink too heavily, be empathetic, and try to always understand and respond to the needs of others. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. Our first story looks at the troubling link between binge drinking and empathy. With a study suggesting heavy drinkers need to work harder to feel others' pain, researchers hope that by identifying how the brain responds to pain stimuli that engage empathy, we can better understand the mechanisms that make people binge drink in the first place. Our second story is about how excessive alcohol can disrupt brain signaling and ultimately spike anxiety. While experts say this finding could one day influence future treatment, for now, they suggest drinking in moderation to avoid these negative mental health effects. This is The Abstract. Look the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, the brain scans that reveal a critical link between binge drinking and empathy. cultural association between certain drinks and different behavioral or emotional responses is more than anecdotal. Alcohol and what that tells us about what happens to you and your body when you get drunk. While some people like the way alcohol makes them feel, the liquid truth, repressed or unexpressed emotions are affected by drinking. What's residual emotion? It's called empathy. You're kind of a mean drunk. Come on, let's go drink till we can't feel feelings anymore. Empathy has different definitions, but it's usually described as the ability to understand another person's situation, emotion, or viewpoint without actually experiencing it yourself. Some are more empathetic than others, and research published September 2020 in the journal Neuroimage Clinical says that if you're a heavy drinker, feeling empathy is especially difficult for you. Scientists from the University of Sussex showed that binge drinking participants struggled more to adopt another person's perspective, and that struggle was evidenced in their brain. The research team noted that it's not that binge drinkers feel less empathy, it's just that they have to put more brain resources into being able to do so. By identifying how the brain responds to brain stimuli that normally engage empathy, researchers hope to better understand some of the mechanisms that lead to binge drinking behavior, as well as alcohol's overall effect on our emotions. Let's get more from Inverse's mind and body editor, Sarah Sloat, who wrote all about this. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Tanya. How's it going? I'm good. This was a reminder that, you know, maybe it's because I'm a softie. I tend to think empathy is some kind of natural human emotion, but the actual evidence suggests that's not necessarily always the case, right? You could call it a natural emotion, but it's not necessarily a reflex, like you said. There's variance across people, just as it would be with something like anger, for example. You know, it's something that's felt to different degrees. Empathy is 
complicated, you know, and it could be broken down into subcategories. There's effective empathy, which is the ability to share the emotions of others, cognitive empathy, the ability to understand the emotions of others, and emotional regulation, which is what it sounds like, the ability to regulate one's emotions. So it's not necessarily an unstoppable reflex, but it's there. Still, research suggests that some people at times avoid feeling empathy because it requires too much mental effort. It could feel cognitively costly to carry someone else's emotional load. And as recent research suggests, feeling empathy is especially difficult if you are a heavy drinker. So for this study, what was specifically determined about the link to binge drinking and feeling empathy? Yes. So scientists from the University of Sussex found that the brains of binge drinkers have to put more effort into feeling empathy for other people as compared to the brains of people who do not binge drink. So here, binge drinking was defined as drinking more than 60 grams of pure alcohol during a single sitting at least once in the past 30 days. So that's about three quarters of one bottle of wine or 2.5 pints of lager. What it means for everyday life is that it's not that binge drinkers feel less empathy. It's just that they have to put more of their brain resources into being able to do so. Generally, how are we able to gauge something like empathy, especially when it pertains to a substance like alcohol? Can you walk us through how this was tested out in an experiment? Yes. So it might sound bizarre to your eye, but it's actually very standard in the world of science. Um, but and, and ultimately, the goal and the idea behind the study was that by identifying how the brain responds to a pain stimuli that would normally engage empathy, then we could better understand some of the mechanisms that lead to binge drinking behavior. So here, there were 71 people from France and the United Kingdom, and they had their brain activity observed in fMRI scanners while they undertook a pain perception task. Everyone was sober during the observation, but half of the participants were classified as binge drinkers. So while their brains were being scanned, they were shown a picture of a limb being injured. And then they were asked to imagine that the limb either belonged to them or to another person, and then asked to state how much pain was associated with the image. And what they found here was that the binge drinking participants struggled more to adopt another's perspective. And that struggle was evidenced in their brain in the what's called the pain other condition. A visual area of the brain involved in recognizing body parts showed higher levels of activation in the brains of binge drinkers only. It's no secret. I, I think we've talked about it specifically, you and I, on the podcast before, that people are drinking a lot more as a result of the pandemic. And when you consider the state of the world right now, empathy may even be seen as crucial for survival in some ways. Is there any guidance on how we can apply this new information to our day-to-day -day life, which may or may not involve more drinking? Definitely. And, and I'm going to steal the advice given to me by Theodora, do the professor at the University of Sussex, Sussex, who led the study. And what she said was, the best we could do is try not to drink heavily, to be empathetic, and to always try and understand and respond to the needs of others. Fair enough. You can read more of Sarah Sloat's story at inverse.com. Thanks so much, Sarah. Thank you. Bye. While alcohol often feels good in the moment, excessive alcohol has been known to fuel anxiety. 
Up next, how scientists discovered a troubling link between binge drinking and brain dysfunction. anxiety and how they go together. Why do we get anxiety the day after drinking? I would like to know if heavy drinking on the weekends has any long-term effects. Binge drinking increases our risk of developing a mental illness. I overcome anxiety now that I'm sober. I was a problem drinker and a partier right before my first panic attack happened. After any night of heavy drinking, I get severe anxiety the next day. If you suffer from anxiety and have tried to relieve it with alcohol, you may be caught in an anxiety and alcohol cycle and think you cannot escape. Well, you can. Heavy drinking can take a toll on the body, increasing the risk of health issues like high blood pressure and even cancer. It also dangerously affects the brain, capable of driving cognitive behavioral issues like anxiety. And in a study published September 2020 in the journal Science Signaling, researchers discovered the underlying mechanism driving post-binging anxiety specifically. They found that 10 days of binge drinking, which they considered five drinks daily for the average adult, triggered immune cells in mice to destroy connections between neurons, which then triggered anxiety and other cognitive issues. The exact drinking patterns that spark synaptic dysfunction like this could be revealed in further experiments conducted in humans. But for now, the team behind the study urges people to pay attention to their intake and follow public health guidelines on drinking in moderation. Inverse's Ali Patillo is here to help break everything down and joins us right now. Hey, Ali, how's it going? Hey, Tanya, it's going great. So the physical health effects of drinking are always a bit more obvious, but the impacts on the brain and behavioral issues don't generally receive as much attention. So what did the latest research tell us about the link between binge drinking and this post-binging anxiety? Yeah. So like you said, scientists have known for decades that drinking too much alcohol too often is linked with some really negative health outcomes like heightened risk of high blood pressure, liver damage and some cancers. But growing evidence also shows that binge drinking or heavy drinking even takes a toll on mental health and is associated with increased anxiety and depression. But scientists haven't understood what is going on in the brain, the underlying mechanisms connecting binge drinking with anxiety. So to find out what was actually happening in the brain, researchers rounded up a bunch of mice and we'll talk about the experiment later. But they found that 10 days of binge drinking, which binge drinking was defined as about five drinks daily for the average adult, spurred immune cells in mice brains to destroy connections between neurons. And this led to anxiety and other cognitive issues. And of course, you know, this experiment was conducted in mice, but the scientists say that the same mechanisms are likely to operate in the human brain. But of course, more research is needed to confirm that hypothesis. So if someone binge drinks, What specifically happens in the brain that leads to anxiety? How did this team figure out this cause and effect? Yeah, so the researchers honed in on microglia, which are immune cells in the brain that tend to become hyperactive in the brains of alcohol abusers. So they thought these tiny cells might be the culprit in this negative relationship. 
And specifically, they were interested in how these microglia influence synaptive functioning or how effectively nerve cells in the brain signal to each other. So to figure out this relationship, researchers administered alcohol or water to a group of male mice for 10 consecutive days. They gave half the mice a dose of alcohol equal to that binge drinking level, which was equivalent to five drinks for the adult person for an adult person. And this number kind of simulates what binge drinking does to the human mind and body. And then after 10 days of drinking alcohol or water, the scientists analyzed the mice's brain tissue and they found that alcohol triggered the brain's immune cells, these microglia, to engulf and destroy connective synapses between neurons in the prefrontal cor- cortex, which is an area of the brain that controls complex cognition and decision making. And this kind of synaptic dysfunction resulted in increased anxiety-like behavior in the mice. So they think that they've pinned down these underlying mechanisms that may also be making humans anxious, too. So if this brain dysregulation is ultimately driven by, you know, hyperactive microglia, is the thinking then that this is something we can potentially regulate? Is it possible this finding can help influence how we can treat alcohol addiction in the future, maybe? Absolutely. I mean, that is the goal, although it's important to note that this is still a really distant possibility. But in this experiment, scientists did find that alcohol put microglia into this kind of destructive mode by boosting the production of an inflammatory molecule called TNF. And in the experiment, the team blocked TNF production, which with an already approved drug called pomalidomide, that is the drug. And this drug prevented anxiety and the destruction of synapses in the mice. So the idea is that we could regulate and kind of put a stop to this destructive mode or destructive mode in by the microglia. But right now, the team does not advocate using TNF inhibitors as a way to help people who binge drink avoid elevated anxiety. And that's because these drugs would only address one dimension of alcohol's effect on mental health. We know alcohol has a myriad of effects on the brain and body. um, And this is just one side to it. And they also acknowledge that they simply just don't know enough to make really stark clinical recommendations about any kind of therapies at this point. So while therapy might be a ways off in the present, excessive drinking can be a real issue for some. So with this study in mind, is there any sort of guidance or advice on what to do about binge drinking now? Yeah. So rather than wait for a novel therapeutic, the scientists say people should instead focus on cutting down their drinking, you know, drinking in moderation or not drinking at all. They reference national U.S. guidelines that say moderate drinking is up to one drink per day for women and up to two drinks per day for men. And ultimately, I mean, the authors say that the dangers of drinking alcohol have been widely underestimated and that excessive alcohol drinking or binge drinking is socially well tolerated. They think that we need to take this issue more seriously as, you know, a leading cause of disease with a massive impact on human life and that we should treat it as so. But at the time, you know, this is a personal decision. So everyone has to decide for themselves. But these findings do definitely shine a light on another potential side effect. It's good information. Listeners can head to inverse.com for the full story. Thanks so much, Allie. Thanks, Tanya. (laughs) 
Head to inverse.com to read more about the latest studies on binge drinking. You can find the link in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at inverse.com. Look for The Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.